0: This is 90 Day CEO, the podcast created for service-driven entrepreneurs who want to get their talents and their gifts out into the world where dreamers come to get actionable steps to build their online businesses. We are Mujin and Melissa, co-founders of 90 Day CEO, and we are on our own mission to support those of you who want to get gritty and real to build your life without the BS. You want to get your passion into the world, let's get down to build a business. Welcome back, 90 Day Fam. Mooch here. I am beyond thrilled to have a very special guest on this week's episode. I am welcoming in with the biggest smile on my face, Jessie Byer, all the way from the West Coast. I'm super, super excited to share about her journey and something that we're working on together, which I am stoked to share with you. Um, That will come later in the episode. But for now, Let's dive in. Jesse, welcome, welcome, welcome. Jesse just got her nice little dog walk in. She had her breakfast. She's dialing in from the West Coast, so it's a little bit earlier there for her. But Jesse, welcome. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, yeah.
0: Jesse and I, honestly, Jesse had reached out. She had listened to one of our podcasts. Didn't think we were that crazy. So she actually reached out, which was really cool. Um, And I've loved learning about her and her journey. So Jesse, walk us through who you are, what you do, and how you got started.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So like Mooch said, my name is Jesse Bayer. I'm from Seattle, Washington. I'm very biased that the West Coast is the best coast, but that is a debate we can save for another day. Uh, in short, and I'll get to how I got here, but in short, I am an author. I'm a speaker in the field of mental health, and I also work with entrepreneurs who are aspiring authors and help them write and publish their books. So my journey kind of started really when I was in high school and was struggling with my mental health. And I know for most people, that's not where the entrepreneur journey would start, and I definitely didn't know it at the time, but that was a time in my life where I really developed a passion for mental health and mental health advocacy and really just what that meant, not only from my own struggles with depression and anxiety and self-harm and body dysmorphia and kind of the whole gamut there, but also from my relationship with someone who was struggling with his mental health. That gave me the perspective not only from a survivor's perspective, but from a loved one's perspective, and that's definitely influenced my career From there on out. Now, when I started to heal from that whole time, that relationship, unfortunately, ended with his suicide attempt. So very traumatic night for the both of us. But uh, when I started to heal from that time in my life, I went to one day of talk therapy because that was all that I really knew existed. I thought that if you wanted to get professional help, you either went to talk therapy or you didn't get any help at all. So I went to one day and I was so uncomfortable that I literally, I'm not kidding, I ran out of the building and I never went back. So my healing journey was done on my own. It was done with my own grit and determination and so many tears and setbacks. And I didn't have any help along the way. Now, when I got into college and was studying psychology and started to learn about different things that were out there, like nature-based therapies, EMDR, all these different natural and integrative therapies, my mind was kind of blown because I had no idea that these things existed. I had no idea how powerful they could be. And I wished I had known, you know, I wanted to share this information with other trauma survivors, other mental illness survivors, so that they didn't have to go through this healing journey alone. I was that kid as well that was, you know, always writing. I was asking for the maximum word count on essays instead of the minimum word count. So I'm sure my teachers loved me for that. Uh, but I'd always known that I wanted to write a book. And so when I came across this information and was like, oh my gosh, I have to share this. I can't just keep it to myself. I wrote and published my book, which is called how to heal a practical guide to nine natural therapies. You can use to release your trauma subtitles, kind of a mouthful, but if you just Google (laughs) how to heal Jesse Byer, it'll show up. Uh, but that book, like I said, it really dives into nine different therapies that can be really powerful for trauma healing as well as looks at what is trauma? How does it affect my life? How do I help someone who's struggling with trauma and things like that? And uh, that did really, really well. I mean, I'm super excited to say that it's reached thousands of trauma survivors around the world. It reached multiple bestsellers lists on Amazon, really helped skyrocket my business. I mean, my business 10X within six months of my book coming out. So really, really successful. And of course, when you're in that entrepreneurial space, if you do something well, you have people asking you, how did you do it? I've always wanted to write a book. How did you make it happen? So I started working with other aspiring authors. And now that's what I do for most of my business is help other people take their story both their triumphs and their failures and turn them into a book that's not only easy to write and publish, but also easy to read and impact people and grow their business on that end as well.
0: I love that. I'm like sitting over here like giddy because thank you, Jesse, for sharing that. And like, we need more people like that in the world, right? Who regardless of circumstance, and this is something as most of you guys know, listening, like that's what we stand for, right? Is regardless of circumstance, how can we make it? happen right and so Jesse that's really beautiful I know a lot of entrepreneurs who are probably listening in they're thinking well shit a lot of the stuff that I do and want to pursue is stuff that I've experienced and stuff that I've gone through and I think that's a huge huge thing to point out one because a lot of people kind of take that path and coach people on how to do it based on their own experience, but also in order for for, you you to be a really strong coach in what you do, it's like you have to almost be empathetic, right? You have to like remove your experience from it and coach people based on what they need, not necessarily what you experienced and what you needed. So um, I know you've mastered that and it's really, really amazing that you've been able to take that journey and share it with more people just by putting it in a book and like putting yourself out there. Talk about like, Vulnerable moments, right, so I absolutely love that, and Jesse, could you expand too on like um I think there's a couple points that I want to really peel back here, but first and foremost, I think it's this idea of vulnerability right of you experiencing um and i i I can relate to this so heavily of like going to my first quote unquote like social meeting where I'm meeting with a therapist and she asked me one triggering question. And I was like, what the absolute fuck? Like I'm never coming back here. Right. And talk about like, I'm a lawyer. I'm like a pit bull. I'm very loyal. It's like crossed once I'm good. I'm out like grudges held. I'm taking it to the grave. Right. Not that intense, but, um, you know, that was something that, you know, you also worked through. So what was that, you know, kind of experience like, because you probably had the little chip on your shoulder, right? Of like okay, what is therapy really going to do for me if that was my experience? And then obviously you took therapy to another level, right? And, um, and we're able to now share it. So can you walk us through kind of that experience for you? Definitely. So just to kind of expand more on that
1: first therapy meeting, I don't want to like sit here and badmouth this therapist, because I just, I really think she wasn't a good fit for therapy. Like great person, no personal grudges, just kind of (laughs) a methodology grudge there. But what it felt like to me was that I was just another number in a box. You know, you flip open your big DSM, your diagnosis manual, and you say, okay, yep, you check, check, check these boxes. You have this diagnosis. Thank you very much. I'll see you next week. That's what it felt like to me. And I didn't really feel validated in my journey, in my story, in my differences, in what I was struggling with. I didn't really feel safe. You know, it was the forms and the consent and the blah, blah, blah. It didn't really feel intimate to me. And when you're opening up your soul so much to someone who you don't know, you have no relationship with this person, which can be a good thing, which we can talk about later if you want. But when you're being that level of vulnerable, you have to kind of feel intimate and taken care of and held in that space. And I really didn't. So I kind of like you, I definitely hold those types of grudges was like, okay, well, therapy sucks. I'm never going back. I'm not doing it. This is not for me. I can just take care of it on my own. And to give myself a little bit of credit, I kind of did because I did pull myself out of that hole without any therapy, but it was so hard and I don't recommend Mm -hmm. it to anyone. And again, when I got into college, I actually took a nature-based therapies course my senior semester. So my last semester of college, that was kind of my first foray into integrative healing. And I will say, I really didn't want to be in school. I was not interested. Psychology was something that I was like, okay, I like this, but I don't know what I'm going to do with this degree. And so I wasn't super into it. And then I sat down in this class and I spoke with this professor and I was like, holy shit, there are people out there that actually care and that can actually look at my story in a way that doesn't feel like I'm sitting in a microscope in this windowless room sort of thing. And it was kind of that process that I was like, okay, wait, hold on a second what if there are more people like this? I love asking myself that question. What if, and I think Marie Forleo talks about this a lot, but like, what if things go well? What if there are more opportunities out there? And so I was like, okay, what if there are more therapists like this? What if there are more methods of healing like this? What if I could spend time with animals instead of sit in a room and talk about all my problems? And so I just kind of asked myself that question and started doing some research and came across so many other types of therapy. I mentioned a couple, but Equine assisted therapy, ecotherapy, canine assisted therapy, flower essence therapy, uh, trauma sensitive yoga, all of these different things that were movement based and nature based and animals based. And they were so much more approachable for me than, again, sitting in a room, you're staring at me with your notepad or your computer writing down all my life story. It felt better to me. And so I started actually meeting and interviewing with different therapists in those fields and going out to their centers and trying a method of therapy with them and just seeing how things felt. And honestly, in some of those 45 minute introductory like sample sessions from an educational perspective that I went to in these therapies, I found so much more healing than I had found in the years of my own work. And also in some of the talk therapy I've done since then. I mean, in the essence of full transparency, I went to a talk therapist in college for some relational problems with my boyfriend at the time. And I'm seeing a therapist now. She's definitely on the integrative side of things But I've been to talk therapy and I've had some success with it. But again, those one hour sessions on a farm with horses, with those types of therapists Mm. were so much more beneficial for me than all the talk therapy I've done in the past. And so I think that journey of transforming from, okay, this is horrible. It doesn't work. I'm going to hold a grudge for the rest of my life to, okay, I can start to open up. I can start to be vulnerable was a a combination of a different type of therapy, something that felt more right to me. And also the healing journey myself of, I'm no longer ashamed of the fact that I used to cut myself. I'm no longer ashamed of the fact that I dated someone who was suicidal. And when I released those levels of shame, it was like, okay, I can talk about this. I can use this message to actually help people because people relate to vulnerability. I'm sure you know, in your own experience, you know, if you're standing up on stage and you've got your PhD, MD and your lab coat, like that's so hard to relate to because so many people are not like that. But when you stand up and say, hi, my name is Jesse and I'm an alcoholic or hi, my name is Jesse and I have bipolar disorder or whatever that is. People are like, oh, I can see myself in her. She's human. I can actually, yeah. Yeah. she's human. She has problems. She's been through things, maybe the same things that I'm struggling with. Yeah. And when I saw that transformation that could happen, I was like, okay, my story can help people. I'm going to use it instead of letting it sit on the shelf and collect dust where I'm scared of it for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, I love this and it's something I just I had a conversation similar with a client recently where you know she was kind of in the same boat, right? Of like dipping her toes into something and honestly, what you what you're doing and what you're accomplishing is like you're expanding, you're changing the threshold for yourself. So you put yourself out there once, you're like, "Oh, I did not like that. Like that was weird." But the next time you do it, it's like that threshold or that that discomfort is—it's a little bit wider, right? And then as you start to go further and further, really, what we're doing is we're expanding, right? So Jesse, your, um, you know, your experience of just, just being open to start is like, honestly, what changes the game for people and almost removing, like, yeah, it's letting go of, you know, shame and guilt and all of this. But honestly, what I think Jesse was letting go of is like parts of her ego that were keeping her stuck, and I think that even when you're looking at it in regards to entrepreneurship, right? It's like asking for help, afraid of being rejected. What if they say, no, what if I fail? What if I lose money? Like all of these things, they're just like peeling back layers of your ego. Right. And I think, um, Jesse, what you've demonstrated, even in the therapy world, and this is something that, you know, if you know, Melissa and I, for those of you listening, like we're all about trying out different things. Like grief is a huge part of our journey. And you know, it was very similar to when we started entrepreneurship, again, peeling back those layers of ego or shame around who we were, where we came from or guilt around something we said or whatever it is. Right. And so uh, Jesse, I love that you've kind of experienced that too. It's like, I love it and I hate it. Right. For you, because it's so hard. You guys, it's like, Jesse speaks about it. Like, it's like, ain't no thing. Right. Like it's hard right? And it's probably years and years and years of unwiring and un, uh, you know, uncovering and de-triggering and all this stuff. So I want to remind you if you're sitting there and you're like, what the fuck? They're making it seem so easy. Like this, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. So I love So that. hard.
1: Yeah. And just to add on to that, and again, I want to be fully transparent and vulnerable to you guys. If you think that I don't wake up every morning, terrified that my business is going to fall apart, then you are completely deluding yourself. (laughs) Like you can read my bio and you can read all the accolades and the press features and all the numbers and things like that. And if you think that I wake up thinking everything is going to go right, you're wrong because I definitely don't. And maybe that's because I have anxiety or maybe that's just entrepreneurship, but I don't care how successful you get, that next level that you're reaching to or that next goal or that next pitch, like I sent to you, Mooch, I'm terrified. I'm worried it's going to get rejected. I'm worried you're going to think I'm ridiculous. And so that fear, I think if you have a goal of yourself of like, okay, I'm going to reach this level of success in entrepreneurship or in life or whatever, and then I'm going to wake up and I'm not going to be scared anymore it's not going to happen. And if it does, that probably means you're not challenging yourself and tr- and striving enough 100%. and really, yeah, working to help as many people as you can. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still terrified all the time. And I just think it's important that people know that too.
0: Yeah. And I, we always say this all the time and, and I know this relates to you as well, but like action breeds clarity. Like no, one's going to get clear by taking non-action right. When in regard, like, Honestly, not taking action is still taking action, right? Because you're choosing to not take a step or you're choosing to not do this. But Jesse, thank you for being open about that. Like I say this all the time. I'm like, fucking Oprah has an imposter. Don't you even like start comparing yourself, right? Right. So it is, it's something that, you know, it's not like we completely get rid of ego or completely get rid of an imposter. It's like, we learn to adjust and we learn to, you know, when that voice pops up or when that certain thing happens, it's like, we just know how to how to adjust. So I love that. One thing I do want to pop over to, um, just because it will be a fleeting memory if I don't speak about it now, but something that uh, Jesse shared was, you know, how organic, you know your transformation was from um, being a coach, a specialist, into just writing a book and people catching on and being like, "Wow, shit! How did she do that?" Right? That happened very organically for us too. And I think it's really important when you guys are looking for coaches or mentors, is like, who's done it? Who's inspired you? Right? Because I could, I don't know, I could say, yeah, I got my certification and I'm now um, a freaking accountant. Right. But if I haven't done the work, do I really know how it works? Right. So um, Jesse, I'd love for you to just kind of speak to that organic transformation of you being a coach into an expert into um, writing a book and then how that kind of looped back around and, and came full circle.
1: Yeah, definitely. So just to clarify, because I'm, I'm very particular about this and like the term yeah. mental health coach is something that really drives me up the wall because I don't think that those people should exist. Uh, yeah. But I am not a licensed therapist. I work strictly from the advocacy side of things and I'm all about breaking down the stigma and raising awareness and helping yeah. people more comfortable. So I don't have a background in like mental health coaching or anything like that. But what I did have a background in is conversations with people and Mm. sitting down with friends and family members and people that I met on the street and just saying, hey, how are you? What's going on in your life? What can I help you with? And then, of course, as you build those relationships, that turns into deeper conversations about Mm. depression and all these other mental health concerns and relationships and goals and all these different things. And so that's kind of how I got that background. And like, yeah, I studied in college and things like that, but that's really where I feel like the bulk of my expertise comes is just from having those conversations and surviving it myself. Right. And so again, when I found out that information that could really help people and that I wish I knew I wanted to have my book all those years ago, when I was struggling to give me hope and give me options, I felt almost selfish. If I Mm. decided to keep that to myself, you know, I felt like I would be, sitting on this gold mine, this unlimited gold mine, right? Like it's not like by sharing this information, it's going to run out. It can help people and help people and help people. And I've always been a writer, like I was saying. And so I just kind of started putting it together, you know, interviews and research and my own experience and putting it together in a way that took something that can be very convoluted and full of psychobabble and scientific jargon and things like that. And writing it in a way that anyone on the street could read and understand it. Anyone on the street could say, oh, get what trauma is now, or, oh, I get how this therapy works now. I wanted it to be accessible. I wasn't writing to other people in the field of psychology. I was writing to people like me who were struggling, who were healing. Um, And I think that's a great tip. Again, just side note for anyone who is trying to write anything, whether it's a book, whether it's sales copy, whether it's a social media post, writing to your past self can be a really great way to get that done because you know the language you were using, you know where you were and what your goals were. So side tip there. But anyway, wrote this book um, and became the absolute Google queen when it came to trying to figure out how to publish this thing. I mean, it was, right. It was blog posts and podcasts and anything I could get my hands on to try to figure out how to get this out into the world. And again, as I was doing this and as I was kind of stepping into entrepreneurship, you're in 8 million different Facebook groups and you have all these friends on Instagram, right? Uh, All these quote friends of, you know, entrepreneurs that you've connected with. And so you have this audience of people that are in the same field as you watching you do something. And so I wrote and I published this book. And of course, I'm shouting from the rooftops, like, you know, because I'm so excited and I'm so proud of that. And you have these eyeballs on you that are like, oh. Well, I, I want to write a book too. I how did she I I want to do the same thing? And again, when you have those relationships and you have those conversations, you get the DMs and you get the text and you get the comments on your Facebook post saying, Hey, that's so amazing. How did you do it? Or hey, I've been thinking of doing the same thing. And then the conversations start to happen again. And then it's in the DMs. And then you hop on Zoom calls for free because you just want to dump all your knowledge on people because you're so excited about it. And then you're like, wait a second, I'm spending so much time on Zoom. Maybe I should start charging for this. (laughs) And then you start charging dollars an hour, right? And it's just this progression up to where I'm at now where I have group coaching programs and I have low ticket offers. And it's more of a full business model instead of just, you know, me doling out information everywhere, Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's kind of how that transformation happened. And again, you know, when I was a kid, I never sat there and thought, hmm, one day I'm going to run a business teaching entrepreneurs how to write and publish their books. Even when I was publishing my own book, I wasn't sitting there thinking, I'm going to turn this into a business that helps other entrepreneurs. It was an opportunity that presented itself. It was an opportunity for me to disseminate more knowledge and help more people and share more stories. And Mm -hmm. with who I am, I mean, there is no way I could walk away from that opportunity.
0: Right. Yeah, I love that. And I think like just speaking to the power of just like total flow, right? Like you're just kind of going through it, you're experiencing it, you're living it, you're breathing it, and then it's like, shit, people are watching, right? And they have questions and and honestly, what we coach so many of our entrepreneurs to do is like lean into that feedback, right? People are asking you questions. Jesse, how do I write a book? Jesse, where should I start my book? Jesse, Like, is there a place where I can get a book public? Like all of these questions you were probably getting on the regular. And so what you do is you plug it all together and say like, huh, I'm going to coach people how to write and publish their first book. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, I think that just speaks so well to being in total flow, into listening, into living through the experience, into leaning into kind of the process and trusting it. Right? Because, you know, if you had a specific trajectory that you were on that you had planned since you were the, you were nine years old or whatever, you probably would have missed this opportunity, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that. And I think it it segues well into how do people work with you? Like what is you know, a coaching program with Jesse Byer look like? What is that kind of experience that you that you take people through?
1: Definitely. So there's two avenues and regardless of which you go down, my goal is not to help you slap together 10 blog posts and throw it on Amazon and call yourself an author. Like if that's the type of book you want to write. Yeah. If that's the type of book you want to write, if you want to do the, like, write and publish in 90 days, I am not your person, and I can happily recommend people that will be your person. If you are the type of person who wants to write a book that is going to not only grow your business, not only grow your credibility, but that's going to actually help people that can leave a legacy that you're proud of, that you want to take your message and every deep, scary, dark thing that comes with that and put it out into the world, then I'm your person. So the two ways that you can work with me, number one is the Aspiring Author Incubator. That is my group coaching program. I really pride myself on it being the one-stop shop for book writing and publishing for entrepreneurs. So we start way at the beginning with you sitting down and saying, okay, I want to write a book. Now what? All the way from there, through to post-publication marketing. So we look at topic selection, outlining, writing, editing, cover design, marketing, launch strategy, PR, everything in this one program. Uh, you know, Videos, templates, group coaching, writing reviews. We do writing reviews every month. So you can actually submit part of your book to me and uh, get some feedback on that. Really comprehensive program. I think, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but we have like 225 authors in that program or something like that. So really great community there for you to tap into as well. Um, And then the other option, if you're like, hey, not quite ready for that, I'm just trying to get my manuscript done. Like that's my goal. That's what I found with most aspiring authors is they're like, I can't even finish the book. How am I supposed to look at launching and publishing and things like that? I just need to get it done. If that's you, then the book writing blueprint is probably a great fit for you. That is a really deep dive on how to finish your manuscript. So we look at topic selection, We look at editing again. We look at how do you outline your book using the three by three by three method instead of what you hear online, which is sit down and write for an hour and dump everything in your brain onto a sheet of paper because that never works well. Uh, So it's really, again, that deep dive on how to finish your manuscript and get to that final draft of your
0: nonfiction book.
1: So those are the two avenues to work with me, Uh, whichever you think is best for you. I would love to support you in.
0: That's awesome. I love that. I really do. And honestly, I think what you know, kind of inspired our conversation really is like, the, and for those of you listening, like the way that I saw it is I was like, you know, Jesse's taking people's stories and she's putting it out there in a way that's impactful for the world, right? So even myself, I'm like, damn, that would be so cool. Like literally, Jess is like a vehicle for you to take your story, take your voice, take your experience and translate it into an opportunity for people to, to learn and grow. And like at the end of the day, like, I don't know about you, Jesse, but it seems like that's why you got into this business and same with us. And, um, I just love that that's the opportunity that you're providing for people. So really, really excited just because I'm so excited about this. Um, just because I feel like Jesse's mission and the mission that we have at 90 day CEO between Melissa, and myself, our entire team, all of our current clients, our former clients, like we want to make this world better period, right? Like I don't give a fuck like about competition. I don't care about who's doing it better. We want to make this planet a better place to be. Um, and so I'm really, really excited to announce Jesse's going to be one of our first sponsors on the podcast. Incredible, incredible um, opportunity for you guys to work with Jesse um, in a deeper capacity to write your book, to get your story out into the world. So Jesse, do you want to like give the lowdown on um, all of that?
1: Yeah, Absolutely. I'm so glad that we are doing this. I mean, again, when I listened to your podcast and I found you and started having conversations with you, I'm like, oh, she's my people. Like we are the (laughs) same people and we definitely need to work together because people are probably my people too. So if you are interested in getting started and writing a book and maybe all you've done so far is put it on your bucket list, right? Maybe that's all you've done, but you're like, you know what? 2022 is coming up. This is actually going to be the year that I write this thing. Then what I want you to do is get inside the book writing blueprint. And now as a podcast sponsor, um, and working with Mooch and Mel. I actually have a 10% discount code for you guys. So super low barrier of entry. Whoop. <laughs> Whoop. Yeah. Right. Uh, there's so many things that it's like $10,000 mastermind. And I'm like, bro, I don't have, I know I can't do that. So, uh, you get 10% off when you use the code 90 day CEO at checkout. You're going to get lifetime access to everything. You're also going to get those writing reviews that I mentioned inside the Aspiring Author Incubator. That's part of the book writing blueprint for you guys as well. So not only do you get all of the training and stuff for how to actually write your manuscript well, uh, but you're going to get the opportunity to get some professional eyes on it and submit chapters or your book blurb or whatever, and have me work through it kind of as your unofficial editor throughout the process. So doors are open. would love to see you guys inside. And again, this is just such a great opportunity to work with some fellow amazing entrepreneurs whose business I really admire and whose mission I really admire to help you guys share your stories and get those out into the world.
0: You guys, I told you I was giddy, right? At the beginning of this, like I'm so excited. Uh, If you are on the other end of this podcast trying to scribble down all of Jesse's information, we will make sure it's all in the show notes for you guys. Um, And we'll make sure they're in the show notes moving forward so that you guys will have all of that information ready to go. Really, really excited, Jesse, to like officially welcome you to the 90 Day CEO fam as um, as we continue to grow and expand. And um, one more question, actually, two more questions. One question here is, where can they find you? Where is the best place to find you? Um, is it Instagram? Is it Facebook? Is your website? Where, where would you like people to contact you if they have questions?
1: Yeah. Best way to get in touch with me is Instagram. I am at Jesse buyer international. I share tons of free information on my Instagram about stuff related to writing, publishing and marketing and tons of reels with really bad dancing. So if you want to come get a laugh, come hang out on Instagram too.
0: You see why, like we, we work really well together, Jesse and I, because I'm all about the dancing. Um, and then I'd like to close with, offering our audience just your biggest piece of advice, whether it's in regards to entrepreneurship, mental health, your experience, um, someone sitting on the other end of this podcast, and um, what do you think that they need to hear right now?
1: Yeah, So I think the overarching theme of this discussion has been storytelling and story sharing and how stories can change the world. And so the piece of information or the piece of encouragement that I'd leave with all listeners is that Your story has the power to change the world. And I'm not just saying that. I'm saying that because it had the power to change your world and your life. And your story got you to where you are today. All of the failures, all of the mess ups, all of the tears, all of the fists into a wall, whatever your stress management is, all of that got you to where you are. And where you are is amazing. And there are people watching you. There are people that can be watching you to hear your story because they want to be where you're at. So if you're feeling insecure, if you're feeling like there's some imposter syndrome going on, Just remember that you are the expert of your own story and that your story has the power to change the world because it changed your world.
0: I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are so amazing. Thank you, Jesse, so much for your time, your space, your thoughts, your energy, your wisdom, all of that. 90 day, we are gaining like a total angel. I freaking love this. Um, And if you want to check out any of Jesse's stuff, please make sure to check out the show notes. We'll have all the information if you are looking to write, or if you are kind of like Jesse said, if, if writing a book is on your bucket list, you've found your person. Um, and we'll make sure to get you guys all the information to take that step forward. So until next week, y'all enjoy your week, have the best, best time changing the world. And as Jesse said, remember your story can change the world.